Hello, everybody. I am Craig. I'm Nick. And we are we Messer are. Brothers Presents. That's right. Here's Doug. Doug. You here? I'm here, too. He's here, too. Uh, we have a very exciting episode today. It's been one we've been we've been on the works with for a couple weeks now, and we're excited to be doing it. Um, we have a special guest, someone that has acted in, in, in over 30 film credits. Film and film, I get, yeah, film, movie, TV, everything. Uh, he's been in some things with some all-time greats. Mm -hmm. Very impressive for his age. To do all this at this age is, is awesome. Um, we would like, oh, I forgot to mention, he's in one of my personal favorite TV shows of all time and one of these guys' favorite as well. He's actually, I've not told him this, he is the reason I started watching this show. Well, I'll tell you about this in a minute. <laughs> so, we would like to introduce... Famous from, most notably, The Middle and The Lion Guard, Mr. Atticus Schaefer. Yay. Clap, everybody. <laughs> How are you, Atticus? You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. I'm Thank so happy you. to be here. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it so much. Um, so, yeah. Absolutely. So, we didn't start watching The Middle when mm -hmm. it first came out. And my mom started watching it, and she said, there's a little boy on the show. And she said, he looks like your cousin Ross. And I was like, really? <laughs> I've got to see this. So she, yeah. it was a few seasons in. So we started watching late, and I was like, he does. De like, at an early age, kind of similar, but definitely not now. Not, not a match at all. But <laughs> right. it, it drew us in, and we loved the show. Loved your character. And I'll say, getting to know you over the past few weeks in communication and watching all your YouTube stuff, it has been even, even better getting to actually know you um, you're better than your character could ever be. So I just want to tell you that you're, you're very impressive and, and I'm glad Thank that we've you. made this connection. So, Oh dude, absolutely. Same here. Seriously. That is, that's some of the nicest things I've ever had anybody tell me <laughs> in your interview or not. So thank you very much. I you're, really appreciate you. You're welcome. You want to say anything? Uh, yeah. It's a, it's pretty cool to meet you. He's glad you're here. <laughs> Doug, you got anything? You guys are awesome. Uh, I just I watch the middle every day now, so it's it's <laughs> filled up my DVR now. So you didn't before, huh? Never no. I, I did. I actually yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in Disney Thank World you. last week, and yeah. Doug told me when I got here, he said I was watching the Disney World episodes of the middle while you were there, and he was like, mm -hmm. it was cool. And I said that's funny because we were going in the park and we couldn't get in, so right. the tickets the tickets messed up. And I said, what right. do I do? And they said, well, you got to move them over here to your wallet. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And I like, I I'm the right. Nick family. I'm the, I, I messed up on my tickets. <laughs> and I'm not going to get to deal with it. It's happened. So, yeah. yeah. So we're going to jump right in if you're ready. Okay. Um, I'm ready, you guys. Yeah. I I'll tell the audience here, Atticus is a big history fan. Um, yes. I've learned that he loves some history. I've always loved history. We've all, you know, history is a big thing. So we like Absolutely. to do lists on our show. Mm -hmm. um, and I decided to do one that is, you know, you're going to have a famous dinner party and you can invite dead Americans. That's the only people you can invite. You get five. Okay. So we have our list, five dead Americans. Um, and uh, who, I'll, I'll start first. You, you want to okay. go last? Does that work for you? Sure. We'll fun. go all the way That's around, fun. get to you, and we'll, we'll knock these suckers out. I think it'll be fun. So um, first up, I got Chris Farley. Um, 
He was a comedian. Yes. Died yes. tragically in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And after you see my next list, this makes sense because he's more of uh, to bring the humor to the dinner sure. table. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and we need we need to laugh. Everybody else is fairly serious. So I, w- I want to yeah. have a good time and I want him to break up the ice a little Love bit. Love it. So, Love uh, it. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. <laughs> so for my first one is Teddy Roosevelt. Ooh, yes. good choice. Okay. He was like the, he was a bad man. Like, he got oh, yeah. shot, did it. <laughs> he went and did all, he was just awesome. He's the reason we have all these national forests, national parks, and he did a lot for conservation. And I was a, I'm a big fan of his. So I just like to meet That's him. That's awesome. He was a hardcore man. He was. Yeah, he was. Love that. I like, I like Love some that. Teddy Roosevelt. Yes. Doug, you got you up. I'm breaking the rules first thing. So uh, number five is is two people together, but because of what they did, they have to go together. Big Superman fan, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, who created Superman, they go together. Love it. So, Love you know, it. They would be interesting, I think. So. I don't know much mm, about this them. Is, this is rich. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> like the answers you're giving are like, Wow, that's really good reasoning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, dang. My, my first thought, especially with history, is I, I love just how our country came to be. Right. And so uh, every, everyone and their mother would probably pick George Washington. I'm not going to pick George Washington, although he would probably be number six. Yeah. But I'm going to start with Thomas Jefferson. Love it. I would love to just sit down with him and be like, okay, let's, let's, let's hear it all now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was it like? And everything yeah. like that. And then, and then probably what I would end up doing is stick a, my cell phone in his hands and be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, absolutely. I agree. Like we, we messed it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you had the literally right. the most perfect ideas of a government and right. we screwed it all up. Yes. Sorry. And then I would probably then turn around and be like, now the culprit is this thing here called Instagram. Now that, now that, this, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That would be a good, uh, good explanation. Yeah, he would yeah, probably exactly. enjoy that. It might blow his mind, but he would, he would, he would understand after a minute. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. Uh, my, um, my number four is a music artist. I got two on my list, but this one's going to okay. be a little country. And I went with Merle Haggard, and okay. that is because, and he's from California, like you. So, um, love it. He is probably, if I had to pick an all-time favorite country artist, it would be Merle Haggard. He wrote thousands of songs, and I love just about everything I hear of him. So, got to go with Merle because he lived a pretty crazy life, too. Spent some time in prison, um, was pardoned, and got out. And so, it'd be cool to hear some stories and play play some music around the fire. So Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Good choice. Thank you. So, my number four... He was a writer. I like to read. He was a uh, one of, the, uh, my opinion, the best writer ever. Ernest Hemingway. Okay. Yes. Yes. Excellent he liked, choice. He don't like to read. He don't have you any don't books. Like to read. Right yeah. Here. No, you can't <laughs> tell. Not, not at all. Do you have any? Hemingway, What's a book? Have any Hemingway on that shelf? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Okay, there, there's some down here, and there's some up here. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So. I'd just like to have dinner with him, pick his brain a little, because his mind didn't work like most people's. So I think sure, sure. Cool. All right. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. I'm switching mine around here. Um, you were talking about bringing the comedy to the table. The So I brought Lucille Ball. Hey, 
There we go. Hey, that's a good one. I'm afraid Desi is Desi is not there. <laughs> they probably wouldn't get along anyway. So that's that's but, true. It's a good choice. I, that's out of the box. I wouldn't have thought of that. That should be that's fun. really that good. Should, should be fun. You know, you start to make me think about music, right? Yeah. And and when you have a dinner party, you need to you need to have some good tunes when you eat, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And I love bluegrass music. Yeah. I've I've loved bluegrass music for a long time now. So we we would most certainly need to invite a classic. And for me, between the two, I think Doc Watson over ah, Bill Monroe. I love it. Doc Watson I love there. it. Oh, yeah. yeah, that is a good And thing. being able to talk to him too, you know, being blind and everything and yeah. how'd you teach yourself and all that stuff, just to sit there and hear it from his mouth, that yeah. would be cool. That, that's awesome. Yeah, that's I saw Doc Watson um, one time. So I grew up, nice. you know, my, my dad and grandpa loved Doc Watson. So yeah, we listened to him a lot, <laughs> a whole lot. But yeah, I got to see him when I was in college. He actually came um, and did a nice. concert and I, I took my grandparents and we went and saw him and it was, it That's was dope. cool. It was like two years before he died. Um, oh, wow. And he's from not, you know, a couple hours from here originally where we're right, right now. So, but yeah, he is Man. a, he's a good choice. I like that. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Very cool. All right. So I'm going to jump on the history train a little more um, and I'm going to go with my number three and that is Andrew Jackson. Um, nice. He is a, you know, he said Teddy Roosevelt is a bad man. Andrew Jackson is a bad man. I like to say he is the original America first president. Yes. Um, well, no, I guess George Washington is the original America first president. Right. Well, so, right. Uh, Andrew Jackson kind of swung it back around because he was uh, very populous in his day and very focused on our country. Um, yeah. And I, I think, you know, he made some choices that are very questionable. But sure. from a historical standpoint, it'd be very interesting to meet him um, and discuss because he, he accomplished a lot and mm -hmm. really moved us forward as a country, even though it could have been questionable actions that brought us there. So, and, and I mean, too, like you want to talk about not having anybody fear your country's leader, oh, which yeah. is, you know, not, not as now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Him almost getting assassinated yeah. and then beating his attacker. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, yeah. Like, Respect, it's incredible, you know. And, and oh, yeah. I, I, st I read some more about him. Like, he ran for president before he won, and they basically right. cheated him out of the White House. Yeah, and he said, "Yeah, you, I'll show you." And he came back and just, <laughs> right. you know, he took care of business. Yeah. So, he, oh yeah, I, I like that. So nice. All right, so number three for me, he's a singer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I chose. I used to listen to the band Nirvana a lot back when I was nice. Younger. Okay. So I picked yeah. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Yes. I like it. With the hair and everything. Yes. You know, but the main. The main I love it. Main reason I want him is because I believe he was murdered and I'd have to ask him. I say, do you oh, really Because I don't think he I did. I dig that. I, I dig that. Yeah. Okay. Tell All us right. About All right. Documentary. Oh, there was this documentary. It was called Soaked in Bleach. Yeah, uh -huh. what it was called. yeah, we watched it both yeah. together one night. It yeah, was on. we watched it, and I had Craig convinced he uh, was Yeah, it was, too. it was crazy. It like, was, uh, everything, it, all awesome. the evidence yeah. pointed to it. Yeah, it does. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah, you but should it watch dang. it. <laughs> That's crazy. That's yeah. nice. All right, Doug. Douglas? Um, I had to put a president, so my reasoning, though, is not the same as everybody else's president reasoning, so... 
Okay. It's because this president happens to be, he was a fan of somebody that I'm a fan of, which is the Oak Ridge Boys, and it was George H.W. Okay. Bush. He was a big Oak Ridge Boys fan. <laughs> nice. So we would get along. Nice. Like we, would, we would do good having dinner together because we, we could have the Oaks there, you know, have a concert. I love that. I love it. A concert, we all get to chat it up with some cool people. I dig it. I dig it. So I'm going to go to, because I love, you had brought up about Chris Farley, and I had the pleasure of being able to work with um, his brother, Kevin Farley. Really? Uh, a couple of different times. Yeah. On, I was in a movie called An American Carol. Uh, it was directed by David Zucker. And um, I met a lot of, it, that was a crazy movie because I met a lot of really amazing people who ended up dying shortly after that. And it was like, oh yeah, it was yeah. a whole bunch of crazy stuff. But, but I got to meet Kelsey Grammer and I got to meet Kevin Farley and Kevin is awesome. Yeah. Obviously very hilarious. Yeah. And I love his brother, like Chris Farley and the motivational uh, speaker yeah. bit is some <laughs> of the best Saturday night live of all time. Hands down. Um, but yeah, his brother was really cool, but there's a, there's a comedian that I love a stand up comedian. And unfortunately he passed away from, from not drugs, like trying to get high, like it was doctors mismedicating him. And uh, his name is John Panette, and he is a solid comedian, very clean, but really kind of funny and gets to the point of how people think. And uh, yeah, he's a he's a cool dude. I would want him. Cool. I'll have to look him up. Was he you didn't meet him? I did not meet him, meet. Okay. No, but okay. he was one of those people. I was like, why are all these amazing people dying? Right. <laughs> right, <that time. laughs> right. I'll, I'll definitely. Yeah, I'll have to look him up. Check him out. Look him up. I'll do it. So um, my my next one is another president and would probably be considered one of my favorites, if not favorite. And mm -hmm. we're going to go with Ronald Reagan. Um, Love it. I, I, you know, it kind of speaks for itself. I think he was a great president, a great man. And absolutely, uh, I, you know, I just would love to have him there. Just just to have him there. He only had to say anything. I can just see him and, and shake his hand, and it would be enough. But I think I think Absolutely. he's that much of Ronald Reagan to have him there. So, and you oh, did? Did you do something with the Reagan Ranch? Yeah. So the Reagan, the Presidential Library, where the National Archives are. I uh, I actually had the pleasure of being involved. They had a film program going for so long because Reagan was an actor, and so they had a film program there where it was you could make short films that were documentaries uh, using footage from the National Archives. And so I made two because they let me be in both weeks of the class and they put it into their film festival that they had. One of them, one best edited, the other one best overall. Cool. And so they actually invited me back to be a teacher in the class. And so I did that for about four years and awesome. uh, it was it was really super cool. That's Very awesome. much a blessing. Can anyone go to the Reagan Ranch or is it... The, yeah, no, the, the Reagan National Library, it's in Simi Valley, it's public, and okay. you can go there. It's, okay. it's, it's pretty much a museum, yeah. and it's absolutely beautiful. Cool. Like, to, to be in a place where I had full access and didn't have to pay for it for, yeah. like, four weeks, you know, over the course of the four years I did it, I it was awesome. Yeah. It was such a thrilling experience. It was so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. All right. All right. So, my number two has already been mentioned by Craig. Stole it. Mm -hmm. We both like the same kinds of music, and I put Merle Haggard pretty much nice. for the same reasons Craig said, so I won't repeat it. <laughs> nice. So, there you go. That's epic. 
Uh, let's see, what number are we on? Number two. Um, I had to go with Thomas Edison. Nice. Because, okay. I mean, he invented, you know, everything. And <laughs> mainly, also, he invented the, um, or he was, I guess, the primary of the motion picture camera. Yeah. So I that. that's interesting. I mean, that would be somebody you could pick their brain a little bit. Like, what made you think of this? Why did you, how did you come up with this stuff? So that's awesome. That's Great choice. Oh my goodness. Good. Okay. So this, which one is this for us? This is number two, right? Yeah, you're on number two. Okay. Number two, you're already inviting Reagan who yeah. would have been my number two. Yeah. So instead of Reagan, I, w- I would love to pick the brain of Henry Ford. Okay. I would really love That's to pick the brain one. of Henry Ford and just kind of see where he he's at from where he was to where, where the company's at now. Yeah. You're like, listen, this right here, this is the Ranger now. Okay. <laughs> we need to talk about this. I love that. <laughs> That's the best example too. The Ranger. Oh man. Oh yeah. They screwed oh, yeah. that thing up bad. <laughs> What's all this round stuff? It's just a Prius with a, with a tailgate. This is stupid. Exactly right. Bronco's not that nice. Either. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not overly impressed with the new Bronco, and I, I'm, no. I'm a Bronco fan. But those oh, new but the, ones, but the uh, old school kind, yeah. you know, where you yeah. it's like you could take it apart on the side of the road and put yeah. it back together again. And Absolutely, the zombie apocalypse mobile, you know, per, it would be perfect for that. Absolutely perfect. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my number one, if if listeners listen to this podcast, I'll probably mention this person more than anybody else on here. Maybe, um, mm-hmm. maybe not. I don't know. It, this is. Nick's shaking his head like, what? But this, if anybody knows me in real life, they probably know this would be my number one. Yeah, um, so. It is Elvis Presley. And I say nice. this with a big asterisk. If he's dead, I'm inviting him. If he's still out there somewhere, he needs to come on the podcast and let me know because yes. I want to talk to him. <laughs> um, but I since I was a kid, uh, my mom was a big Elvis fan. And that was the first, I guess, music outside of, you know, what you hear at church that I gravitated to. Loved yeah. it. Um, and then, you know, you learn more about who he was and, and he was just kind of a cool dude. Um, yeah. In my mind, cool dude. So I would have to have him just, you know, because that, that's my guy, I guess. Absolutely. That's awesome. All right. So for my number one, I've chosen an actor named John Wayne. <laughs> nice. Perfect need an actor i had some singers and writer and a president need somebody up there to be an actor so there you go. he had some good movies too yeah he could give us some good quotes oh yes i, I will throw in a fun uh john wayne fact since i'm okay. reagan they were friends and yes john uh the republican party of california wanted john wayne to run for governor and he said an actor will never be a good politician would never win an election. And then he was he was definitely proven wrong. But that was what he said. He said, I won't do it because it would never work out. So oh I my thought that goodness. was wow. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. All right. Humber Juan is also um, Superman related and also an actor because he plays nice. Superman. Christopher Reeve from the nice. Superman movies. Um, he would be interesting. I mean, it would be interesting to see what he's really like because some people... I've I've read things that they're like he was kind of a jerk, but I don't know. Yeah, you can find out. So he seems okay. Yeah. We would see. Amazing. We'd see. I like it. Solid. 
Oh, very solid. You know, I'm I'm going through my mind, and there's there's so many different honorable mentions that we can have here. Like yeah. we can go sort of the military route and say uh, Patton or Eisenhower or anyone like that. And yeah. definitely those would definitely be amazing people to have. Um, and I'm gonna say that my number one would probably have to be Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, because he's the only president that's known divisive times like what we're having now and be like, okay, I want to hear it. What, what do you see right now? And how is this similar to what it was like back then? That's really, you know, that would be huge. And, and really like film this whole conversation. Right. Yeah. But that, that would be something to put out on YouTube in a podcast. Right. That would be good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Deep answer. <laughs> I, I, said, I said Elvis, and he said Abe Lincoln, and gave his reasoning, and I'm like, oh, I look, I look well, stupid that's how we now. It. It's a very, it's a very cultured and, and broad dinner party. Yeah, it is, but that could actually benefit everybody. Mine just benefits yeah. me. But you know, you, honestly, yeah. you get that kind of wisdom because I'll be honest, I don't think we have people with that kind of wisdom and power anywhere. No, and, no. and we've not Definitely. for generations, um, right? So yeah, I like it. I that's, like that answer yeah, a lot. Good. I like Absolutely. It. <laughs> All right. Has anybody got anything else they want to add? No. Let's no. Move on. All right. Are you ready for the big interview? I'm ready. Let's do okay. it. So we I broke up, up my our questions in my list, but whatever. You know? What? What'd you say? I'm sorry. No, I was just saying I used up all my deepness on my list. So <laughs> maybe, maybe just maybe so. the yeah. barrel now. Um, we broke <laughs> it up. We're gonna take turns shooting them at you. Um, Sweet. We'll try for some follow-ups. We'll try to trick you up to a little bit or something. Oh, nice. You know, I just, like it. Just messing with you. All right. This isn't yes. scripted. Let him have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyone who listens to this podcast much knows that Craig and I love country music. We've heard that you like some country music, and I was wondering mm-hmm. what style and uh, what artist, like what type of country music do you like? For sure. You know, I, I like I like a lot of different country. If I were to break it up based on how my Sirius XM radio presents it to me in the car, you know, it's a, it's a lot of the early 2000s country and kind of those artists who cross over. So Rascal Flats and Keith Urban is kind of just like, here's these songs, but like more like Rascal Flats, more like, um, oh, who's another, who's another good one I really like? Uh, uh, Luke Bryan's got some good ones. Um and of course, I'm blanking when it matters. No. But, you know, that sort of style, early okay. 2000s to even Miranda Lambert, certain songs. Like sometimes it's just nice to be like, yeah, that's an American lady. That's yeah. nice to hear. Yeah. This is how they used to be. And uh, <laughs> yeah, why I'm true. single stuff. Um, <laughs> but I also really love bluegrass music. I definitely love, you know, like I said, Doc Watson. I love kind of the the new thing that's going on, the new grass with like mm-hmm. Wee Banjo 3, where it's this uh, Irish influence. Definitely love that. Yeah. Um, I ha- I'm actually friends with a group of outstanding musicians. They are from California, so they're representing yeah, <laughs> the state go. in some good way. Yeah. Called the yeah. Wimberly Bluegrass Band. They actually got them on the show. When Brick is Flatfoot Dancing, that's the Wimberly Bluegrass Sweet. band that's playing mm. in the background. Yeah. That's very and then cool. yeah. with my with my new project I have now, I have a Mark Wimberly, one of the brothers in that in in the family band. He uh, made up a soundtrack for me. So that was really cool. That's awesome. So that I love cool. bluegrass music. Yeah. yeah. And um, and then definitely a little bit of outlaw country. 
Um, this sort of ties in with bluegrass and they're not really American, but they're from Canada, but they sound close enough. If you've ever heard of dead South, they kind of have a very gritty, like, this is just how we do it in the country type of sound, okay. which I really like, but I love people like Cody Jinx. I think he has some good messages in the song. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we, we've seen Cody Jinx twice. In yeah. Nice. So he, yeah. yeah. We, we like some Jinx. Jinx is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Very good. We'll have to look up that other band, though. The Dead South? Yeah. We'll have to look yeah, Dead South. That. Don't they have a song yeah. called and Hell Will Be In Good Company? Yeah, that's them. Yeah, I know okay. that song. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Cool. One of my favorites is Diamond Ring. I love Diamond Ring. I haven't heard um, it. It's good. It's good. And then Dead Man's Isle. That's another Dead good one. Right. Yeah. Listen to them on the way home now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, I'm going to ask the next one. Um do you own personally or watch anything that you have been in or had a voiceover in? Yes. So it's, it, it's funny as I get older, I find it that I I'm less inclined to watch myself on TV. Um, but at the same time, I, I, because what it is, is I am so into the moment of when we're making it happen that when I watch it, I can't just go, that's a story anymore. I, I end up looking at it and I'm like, wow, okay, so that's how they did the close-up shot, and then it looks like this is that. And I get technical, and I start to break it down, so it breaks the immersion. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I, 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 Mama Bear has the collection on the DVD shelf of the things Atticus has been in. Yeah. Uh, some, sometimes she's even had to record it herself because they weren't making a DVD, but she did it. That's cool. Um, so I've definitely got that. But actually, probably the coolest thing that I own is I was actually gifted the Edgar doll when I was in Tim Burton's Frankenweenie. That's it's in really a nice cool. little glass case put away so the sun doesn't bleach it out yeah. and it's just there. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And now I asked that because when I was a kid, I, mm -hmm. I had a weird imagination, but I would watch stuff and I would think that these people, when they got done making the film and it come out, they would own like a hundred copies and they would have their buddies come over and they would watch it and then they'd give everybody a copy. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I just didn't Listen, know if that was that even be, close to possible. I mean, that's that's a great side business, though. Like, here's here's Atticus Schaefer, twenty twenty two, pirating his own. I mean, that's not a bad idea. Finding them, <laughs> selling them on Etsy, <laughs> and no, it, it's, I mean, it's in California, here's a of authenticity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. I was gonna say in California, you can just go out to the Walmart and bust in and take any of your stuff and. That's true. I'm in that's this. actually I, true. Know, this is mine. That's the, that's the easiest way of doing it. Everybody else is getting the liquor and the TVs. I'm just walking <laughs> over getting DVDs of myself. <laughs> the security guard sees me and just starts to laugh. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, okay. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Douglas. Doug's got you a question. Uh, nice. Being the technical person here, um, my question you do voiceover work. Yes. Um, can, is this something you can do from your home? Do you have like a home studio or do you have to go to a studio and do it or a little bit of both? Right. Or that's a, no, that's a great question. So because of COVID, a lot of people don't know that, you know, it, it ruined everything. And that includes for the Hollywood people. So we were shut down for months and, and we couldn't do anything. And then the union had to come up with the new guidelines and all that stuff. And unfortunately, that's part of what makes it so much harder now to make your own product and make your own uh, projects occur because it's so expensive now. Um, but one of the only things that was working was voiceover. And yes, you can make a studio in your home. 
Um, I guess I am just a person who's not committed enough to doing voiceover to make a, st a studio at home. Uh, but because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking the practicality. I live on a homestead and that's not practical. You guys can probably hear my chickens that are right out there and they're squawking. So they're going to make appearances on this podcast. But yeah, no, it, it is definitely something that many people have done in their home. Um, and actually production is even offering to pay people for that now. Like they're going so far as saying, hey, here's a kickback if you have your own studio. Um, and so that's really cool. But yeah, no, we, for me personally, the studios are opened up here with very strict rules. And so I, uh, I, I do tough it out. I go to the studios because for me, it's like, let them be able to focus on the audio mixing and then I'll just focus on the acting and then I can just work. Um, but yeah, that is something that you can do. It's actually, it's actually surprising. If you get a good set of headphones, you've got a good laptop and a good mic, you'd be amazed at what you can do at home. Yep. So. So how easy would it be for me to get a good set of headphones and try to try to get me some voiceover work? Well, if you work for me, it's super easy. <laughs> hey, I, I will I will do it. I absolutely. Perfect. Will. You you Perfect. need somebody right. with a little southern accent on your stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, you got absolutely. It's like all right, list of upcoming actors. There you Perfect. go. Be Love happy. It. I'd be happy to. Um, nice. All right. So next question. Uh, I know you have been asked from the live streams that I've watched on YouTube. People yes. ask you to whoop and wh whisper uh, on those yeah. live streams. And you say, yes. you know, for $50, I'll do, uh, I believe, $50 to whoop, $250 yeah. to whisper. Um, yeah. Has anyone ever paid you to do that? And has somebody come up to you in person and just expected you to do it? And what do you say to them? Yeah. So, so excellent question. The first to answer the second question, have people come up and expected that? Yes. And it's it's very funny because I usually what they'll end up doing is, and I understand this too, because I spent nine years in their living room, right? right? And it's so sweet when you experience that because people come up and the majority of the people who've recognized me, it is such just the most precious familial love you've ever felt ever, you know, yeah. can I give you a hug? You're amazing. I love you. I grew up watching you. And it's really crazy too, because I'm at an age now, I'm 23, where I'm, I'm seeing a lot more young adults who are just out and doing life stuff. And they will come up to me and say, you know, we grew up watching you. Mm -hmm. And that really is a very humbling, sobering thing where yes, did I grow up on the show, but I also technically grew up with this whole other generation of people. Yeah who have come up. And so that's really an amazing experience, but there is a few times where people will come up and they'll start whispering to me or, or, or whooping or saying, you're going to love our pizza and things like that. And it's precious and I'll, I'll laugh and I'll chuckle. I won't join in, but, oh um, but when it comes to like the streams and everything, yes. Uh, I have had two people that have actually given the $250 donation to have me whisper. Wow. Uh, one, one person on Twitch, one person on YouTube. So that's there's insane. a, there, there's reigning champions on both sites now. That's hilarious. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, it was, it was precious. The first guy, his name is Stintz and he has a computer building business. So I did a plug for his computer building business. That was the whisper for him. And then the whisper for the other one was, was saying, uh, I think saying the person's name. That's so that awesome, was really man. Cool. like a happy birthday or whatever. So that's that's pretty cool. That is cool. It was awesome. <laughs> you want to you want to ask him to? Uh, 
That's you want to ask him to whoop or whistle? Oh, no, I can't afford Doug it. Will so pay. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Doug will send you the money. Um, all right. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. We know you've said in the, uh, you're not in contact with anyone from the show, but are mm-hmm. you in contact with anybody on the set, like the crew, anybody who that, had to do with a, the filming that, or anything? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question because a lot of people don't differentiate that. They a lot of people just, you know, it's, it's what they see on TV. They see the actors, so they just think of the actors. Mm-hmm. And um, I am actually, I've been in contact quite a bit. I get, I get a lot of the grips on the show, who they will, uh, they'll, they'll type me and they'll be talking about different things um, and just kind of checking in on me, seeing how I am. A few of the electricians, and then my my PA friend I had for the majority of the show, his name is Chris Naylor. And he actually, uh, he's a stunt guy now. So that's really cool. So we end up typing each other on Instagram and, and kind of seeing where, where we're at and what are they doing and stuff like that. So cool. it's, it's sweet. You know, you, you meet a lot of different people in this industry. And I mean, when you're on a set with 250 different people, yeah. uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of people, a lot of different personalities and stuff. And obviously, you know, I was very blessed to be able to jive with who I was able to jive with. And so, yeah, it was, it's really cool to be able to keep in touch with them. And, and that's always cool too. If ever I do get the opportunity, if things open up so I can, uh, to be able to make my own project, there's definitely names of people that I have on my, on my list, you know, that's cool. So were you at the time of filming, I guess the middle specifically, were you, would Mm -hmm. you consider yourself have been close with anybody at that time that was, you know, fellow actors and actresses? That, as far as fellow actors and actresses, you know, it was funny um, it, it, because I was so young at the yeah. beginning of the show. I was 10 with the very first episode. Right off the bat, you know, people said, here's the kid and then we're the adults. Right. And so, you know, even Charlie, Neil, Patty, what they'd end up doing is they would be doing their thing. And for the majority of the show, I would be off studying because I was still a full time student as well yeah. as working. And so, you know, doing my studies and everything like that kind of kept me separated. And I ended up becoming closer to the crew. But some of the other people who I would end up getting close with were actually the guest stars. And um, a lot of people ask this, but Norm MacDonald was actually one of the one of the people I had the pleasure of really developing a good relationship with on set. He's an awesome, awesome actor, absolutely hysterical, great person, real person in real life. And so it was it was wonderful to be able to speak with him. And then really everyone from, you know, Marion Ross to uh, Betty White and to all of them being able to meet each of them I, I i would get the opportunity to just kind of sit and get to know them and, and kind of speak with them and that was a blessing that yeah. was a huge benefit as far as like get being able to learn from who i would say are really truly talented people absolutely cool yeah Something okay. no that's good all right so we're gonna switch gears just a little bit and then we'll jump back to that but i have a question so our show started as kind of a paranormal mystery thing and we've Love kind it. of switched some gears in that, but we're just curious. Are you interested in any paranormal, uh, Bigfoot, ghost, unsolved conspiracies, you know, any of that stuff? Absolutely. You know, uh, any, any time stuff like that comes about, I'm very interested in it. Um, as far as ghosts are concerned, you know, I kind of, I, I definitely view it a little bit, bit differently because I view it as more of like a Christian and spiritual warfare type of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I've definitely had paranormal experiences in my life that were freaky and my mom has too. So, you know, when it comes to like ghosts and, and experiences like that, absolutely. Yes. And then of course I'm a huge fan of the show mountain monsters. So I'm super big into Bigfoot, okay. like Sasquatch and all that stuff. Oh yeah. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's, 
Yeah, I love that. It's <laughs> awesome. You have some big woods out there in California. Have you went Bigfoot hunting? You know, our woods are mostly dead, and I'm pretty sure if Sasquatch came out here, he'd be dead too. I would just come up, I would just start powdering these bones and be like, oh darn, yep, they, the fire's got him too. <laughs> That's good. Pick up his skull like David and Goliath. In the and be like, all right, time to go share it with the Ames team. <laughs> so we have. How far from here? Three hours, four hours? Yeah, three hours. Um, it's a place called Uary, Uari. Everybody uh-huh. pronounces it a little different. It's, in the, it's a state state forest. National forest. Or it's okay. a national forest, excuse me. Um, and, uh-huh. and Bigfoot's supposed to be there. Um, oh, nice. We, we've been uh, deer hunting there quite a bit. My dad saw, he's got an interesting story from there. And this was before we even knew Bigfoot was supposed to be there. Um, yeah, but you know, there's books about it and all sorts of stuff. It's like supposed to be a big thing. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's dope. It's kind of neat that's to have awesome. something, you know, that close, but yeah, it's pretty cool. We don't know. We don't that's know what to cool. think. We like to, we like to think he's real, but you know, you never know. Um, Absolutely. If anything, it's a great excuse to be like, no, I need to go Bigfoot hunting. So I'm going to spend the weekend up in the woods. Right. You Absolutely. Know? I've got a buddy, um, I worked with we didn't work together long. I say he's a buddy, but he, he started a new uh-huh. job and he's going all across the country and oh, yeah. everywhere he goes, he investigates whatever the local legend is. Nice. So I've been following him and like, and now he's out like in the Pacific Northwest and he's like, now I get to do the best of all. And I'm like, he's going after Bigfoot. And I'm like, that is so cool. And I told him, I said, you should have been like vlogging all this. And he said, I'm working on it. It's like, well, oh, I'll man. watch it. Cause Good that sounds him. neat to me. Yeah. That would be dope. I want to see that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So you just a few minutes ago you mentioned your chickens. And mm-hmm. We heard you had a garden. Uh, do you mm-hmm. consider yourself a prepper? You know, that's a great question because when when I was fourteen and super into The Walking Dead, oh, I was I was preparing for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> like I was getting ready, you know. And get all my get my bug out bag together, my machete and all that stuff. It's like I'm ready to go. But, you know, it's funny, since in my aging and and growing up and kind of thinking differently and understanding how my body works mechanically and all that stuff, I, uh, I've definitely shifted gears. I'm definitely not, we we would consider ourselves more homesteaders rather than preppers, I think, because it's more about animal husbandry, not necessarily for meat, but more of like our pets and raising the eggs or uh, raising chickens for the eggs. And then my mom, she's had a green thumb forever. So she can grow anything, even out here in California. She can grow anything. And it's amazing to see her be able to do like all the old school pioneer things of like, this is how you can. And this is sort of how food science works and how you're able to achieve this and that and and all this other stuff. I definitely think, I think that what ended up happening too is, is, I kind of tapered off from being a prepper as far as physical things and more took on this mindset of uh, knowing how to learn. And when you know how to learn, you can kind of put this and have this be your ultimate tool and you can do whatever it is that you need to do. And then when 2020 happened, bro, everybody became a prepper, right? And so out here in California, everybody's buying guns, everybody's doing this and that, whatever. And, uh, And unfortunately they didn't vote accordingly. But yeah. <laughs> they still, it was there. And, uh, and no, it was, it, it, it's, I definitely, I was, I was there with mom and we were trying to get things like, you know, the, the water and the, and the food, the canned goods and the dried stuff so she could make stuff. So 
I, I think at this point, especially with where the world is at, I think everybody's a pepper now. And I definitely am lumped into that. Mm-hmm. Not as far as like stuff and a bunker and gas masks and guns and all this stuff. Right. But it's, it's more for me and my mom, it's more of skills and knowledge. Yeah. And then how do you apply that to help with the situation? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. So have you ever went hunting or fishing and provided your own uh, food? You know, I, I definitely have not. Uh, I, w- I wish I would love to go hunting. I would definitely love to go hunting at some point, And I would love to go fishing. I think that it, it would be great skills to learn and have that be something that continues to get passed down. For, for me, this has kind of become an enemy in mm-hmm. our country, especially. Um, I do take advantage of things like that for positive things. Like even this right now with Absolutely. this awesome interview, we get to see each other and talk and we're states apart. But that's a positive for it. But there's so many negatives that unfortunately occurred. And and you guys would definitely understand this. But I, I follow a guy, he, his YouTube channel is Warrior Poet Society. His name is John Lovell. And uh, he, he, he was in the Army Rangers and stuff like that. So he got into Special Forces. But he's a Christian and he's really very patriotic, loves our country. And he really talks about what does it mean to be a warrior poet. And, and he said this quote, and I really hope I don't butcher it. But I believe the quote is, um, strong men make good times, good times make weak men. Weak men make hard times, hard times make strong men. So it's a cycle, Mm -hmm. right? And we are definitely in a time where there's a lot of complacency that's going on and a lot of, of, you know, not really, the people don't even know how to talk anymore, let alone do simple things like change a tire or be able to mow a lawn the right way, cut a tree the right way so you don't kill it. You know, it's it's amazing to me. So for me, yeah, I would I would I would love to go hunting and fishing and shoot pretty good. So maybe I would be probably good at hunting, but who knows? Well, <laughs> I'm pretty good at both of them. So you got an nice. open invitation. You can come over. My here man, and I appreciate I'll that. teach you Thank everything you. you need to know. You'll be a pro by the time Perfect. I get done with you. He's pretty good. That's right. Um, so I'm gonna jump back towards towards some uh, some TV stuff here. Um, Sweet. You know, you've worked with a very. You, you mentioned some folks that you had guest starring specifically on the middle, and you you yeah. know you've worked with an impressive list. I'm gonna name a few: Will Smith, both of the Van Dykes, yes, uh, Rick Harrison, Patricia mm-hmm. Heaton, Ray Romano, Doris Roberts, Brooke Shields, Norm Macdonald. Brian mm-hmm. Doyle Murray, who I actually just yes. found out was Bill Murray's brother. I didn't know that. He, yeah, he told me That's that the awesome. other day. I didn't know. <laughs> um, and there's multi, a multitude of more that I could keep going on about. But just curious, how was it getting to work with them? Really some all-time greats, I think, in the business. Um, Absolutely. And you said you got to spend some time with them. That was part of my question. But were you impressed, overly impressed with any of them? And were you disappointed in any of them, maybe? That's a very good question that, you know, that's, that's a thing is, is we, as actors, we do get starstruck. There'll still be those people that were like, wow, you're you, this is amazing. You know? (laughs) Um, And it's, it's always so shocking. And I think that this is true across the board. You meet people that are amazing on camera and you think, wow, they must be great people in real life. And they're not, but then you have these other times where it's like, man, that guy is a butthole. And then you meet him in real life and you're like, that's the nicest person on earth. And I, I definitely have to say, um, let's let's start with the negative. We'll get to the positive. Okay. Probably the most disappointment I personally felt, and I mean no disrespect, but I'm telling it like it is, 
I was very disappointed in the Van Dyke brothers. I got to mm, say that kind of hits they, me hard. Yeah. I appreciate you, know, you they, telling me. Yeah, no, it, yeah. it's they, they while they're hilarious on camera. Yeah. Um, they definitely come from a different generation, a uh, different generation of Hollywood. And they definitely carry that with them uh, in who they are. And uh, and so a lot, lot of liquor, um, um, you know, that's just kind of how they function. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the more they sip of one thing or they don't do another. Like I even I even honestly regarding Jerry, I had this I had this director and he's an English guy. I won't say his name just in case you get, I, I'm hurting his career by saying this. But he even came up to me like later on near the end. Jerry was actually getting way healthier near the end um and and kind of cleaning himself up quite a bit and so that episode where it was the van dyke brothers together that was bad when the van dyke brothers were together it was almost like they encouraged each other to kind of go all these different directions (laughs) and but but when they were alone the episode just before that where it was just jerry van dyke the director even came up to me he's like i don't know if he's on something new or he's finally off of one thing but he's way better this week (laughs) yeah he is he's super professional (laughs) <laughs> so yeah the van, van dyke brothers definitely disappointed in yeah. but i was really pleasantly surprised with brian doyle murray brian yeah. doyle murray was definitely hands down one of my favorite co-stars to work with we we bonded a lot with who we were as animal lovers and stuff like that and talk about dogs and everything like that and he just comes from a different era you know too and so it was really cool to kind of get his insight and he has such an interesting voice yeah um and i knew him from the cartoon work that he'd done right and so it was cool to talk to him about that. But then being able to have that connection. Have you heard my I met Bill Murray story? I, I don't is, remember if I, is it on YouTube? I feel it's like it's on I, YouTube, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell it here. Okay. People yeah. love this. It's, it's a super quick story. But like you said, well, Brian Doyle Murray is Bill Murray's brother. Well, same thing. I don't connect that. Yeah. I was like, he's a Murray. Wait a minute. He's the Murray. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I, w- I went to a voiceover job for Fish Hooks, a Disney show I was on. And the little studio that it was at, it, it had valet parking at the time. So Mama Bear, she drove us. I was like 16. And she gets out. She's talking to the valet, you know, giving him the key and getting her purse and stuff. And it's me and another family member. And we're on the sidewalk waiting to go in once the car gets parked. And we're sitting there. And this, this middle-aged guy comes out. And he's got a Hawaiian T-shirt and some jeans and a little computer bag. He walks out of the studio and I see him in the corner of my eye. And then I go back to getting my stuff out of the car. And then, you know, I'm just sitting on the sidewalk and he comes up to me and is like, Hey, uh, you're Atticus, right? And I go, yeah. And he goes, Oh man, I love your show. You actually work with my brother, Brian. He, he works on the show with you guys. I was like, really? And I couldn't think of who Brian was. It was like, okay, who is this? Some background guy or whatever. I didn't know, <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm still polite. It's like, man, thank you so much. And he's just lavishing a bunch of compliments on me. And he's like, Brian talks about you all the time. He loves hanging out with you when you guys are on the set. You know, it's such a fun time for him. He loves the show and we love watching it too. I'm like, wow, you are seriously so nice. Thank you so much. And I was like, hey, what's your name? He goes, well, I'm Bill. Nice to meet you. So I shook his hand and all that. And he's like, hey, you take it easy. Have a great day. Hey, you too, man. And he walks off and he, he goes up the street and gets to his car. And I'm sitting there with my with this other family member. And the other family member's name is Nick. I was like, Nick, didn't that guy seem familiar? Nick is like, yeah, I don't know what it is, though. Huh. And I sat there for a second and goes, his name is Bill. And he told me, he told me I work with his brother, Brian. Wait a minute. Who's the Brian? The only Brian I know is Brian Doyle Murray. Murray. Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray. And I turned to him. We just met Bill Murray. 
that's too good. That is good. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Does so in California? Is that you know? Do you just run into Bill Murray on the street, or was he doing something specific there because you were there for that? He know? was doing something specific there, totally yeah. different job, and that's, then I, it just happened to time out that I was there for the that's, other that's thing. Yeah. That's too cool, man. It's so crazy. That is too cool. All right, I got a question. When did you work with Will Smith? I didn't know. So I was. worked with Will Smith on the movie Hancock, and I was eight. I was eight years old at the time. Yeah. Weren't yeah, you the yeah. very beginning? Pretty close uh, to the beginning of the movie? Pretty good. Yeah, it was yeah, the very yeah, beginning yeah, scene in the movie. So. I called him the nay hole. Yeah. <laughs> How was he? He was probably one of the nicest people on really? earth. Like, seriously. He was such a sweetheart. Came up to me. Hey, I'm Will. What's up? Nice to meet you. Oh, Will, awesome. you're awesome. My name's Atticus. Came up to my mom. Are you his mom? Yeah. Oh, hi. I'm I'm Will. Oh, I'm Debbie. My mom and I, we don't wash our hands for a month, you know. We should <laughs> Will <Smith> hand. <laughs> That's cool. That, that would so be sweet. I would be starstruck with that. And and very humble, like not egotistical at all, just very passionate about his work and his craft and his art. And it's like, man, what a cool dude. Yeah. You know. Very cool. Yeah. So since we started with history, I'm curious how was Rick Harrison? Since he, he was awesome. Okay. He was awesome. I had at the time he gave me an open invite to come up to the shop and he'll give me a Chumley for President t-shirt. I haven't <laughs> been able to make my way to Vegas yeah. as of yet, but that would be really cool. I love he's I love that nice. show. So oh yeah. He's and he's super seen, awesome. you know, I think I think we would get along. So <laughs> oh yeah. He's he's super real. Like he loves talking about history, but he 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 was talking to me a lot about like the notoriety and how it affected him and Corey, his son and everything yeah. like that. And it, he had some really hilarious stories to tell oh, about because because he takes being recognized very well. He's very graceful about it and stuff like that. Yeah. Corey, Corey isn't. Huh? Corey is like, get away from me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll be I'll go to Vegas one day and I'll, I'll meet Corey and he'll punch me in the face. Yeah, exactly. Rick will but pick then you me can up. say you got punched in the face by Corey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. you, you up next? I'm next. All right. So what is your favorite vacation or trip that you've ever been on? Oh, great question. Being being a history nerd, it definitely was when I went to Washington, D.C. Um, I was very blessed out of nowhere, it seemed, to be the Grand Marshal of the Cherry Blossom Festival Parade when I was 12. And so Mama Bear being the homeschool mom that she is, she was she called up the people coordinating was like, can you just let us hang out there for like two more weeks and we can go and look around and everything? And they were like, sure, that's fine. So uh, we, we, I did the, I did the work, which was awesome. And then I got to just tootle around and we went all the way up to Gettysburg and, and traipsed around Virginia and Maryland and uh, got to see Smithsonian, got to see the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, um, the Washington Memorial, everything. And it was at Lincoln Memorial. It was probably the richest time I've ever experienced in my life of being like, wow, this is where greats walked. And this is this is where our country is run, and you know this is how everything works. That's incredible. Yeah. So that yeah. that's that's a cool trip. Me and Doug actually did that. What three years ago did we go? Uh, 2019. 2019. Fall nice. of 2019. Dang. Um, and it was definitely worth seeing if somebody hasn't been. Yeah. Did you that's did awesome. you tour the White House or the Capitol building? 
No, we no. didn't. Okay. So that was, that was a question that was posed to us was like, did you want to do it? And mom and I, we were both like, I would rather see the history and, yeah. and stuff like that. So we were like, instead of, instead of getting sick by trying to do too much, yeah. let's just take our time with what we do have. Absolutely. Yeah, Cause it could be very overwhelming. There's oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So much that we missed, I guess, but you know, yeah. Um, it's cool. It's a cool place. Yeah, so. For sure. Well, even like driving, cause it's a lot of one way streets and circles. Yeah. Yeah. Like we got lost more than once. Yeah, I bet. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you, you, you went one time and you couldn't, couldn't find nowhere to park or something. Am I right? Or the guy told you to park there and you weren't supposed to. Maybe I'm thinking something else. I don't know what I'm talking about. He said something about driving. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, so I got one more for you here. Um, would you ever leave California as in move from California, not just visit somewhere else. And sure. if so, where would you want to move? Wow, great question. You know, it's very hard because I'm, I am a California native. My mom is too. Yeah. And, um, you know, this is our home. This is what we've known for a long time. And there, we, we are definitely people that dig very deep roots. And, and, you know, when we look around for the longest time, it's been, oh, that's exactly been the same. That's been there forever. That was there before you were born, Atticus, you know, that sort of thing. And, um, and that's definitely tough, but so much has changed, unfortunately, in my state that it doesn't even, it, well, I mean, it, it obviously does not feel like it's a part of the same country anymore, but it does, it just plain doesn't feel like it's part of the state. Right. Yeah. And so we've lost so many of the, of the places that we used to know and like people that we knew and all that stuff. So we are at a point that I think we do want to leave from California, but where to no clue. Yeah. Uh, I, we, we have not had the opportunity to really look like we would want to, to make a big move like that. But, uh, my mom and I both, we love the South, like the whole South. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because of present company, that's, that's right. the God's honest truth. <laughs> we love, we love the South. We love the, the culture. My mom, my mom's sister used to be in Alabama, um, in Huntsville, Alabama. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so my mom way back in the day would be taking trips to Alabama all the time. And the things to do were in Tennessee. So she, she would go up to Tennessee with her sister and do a whole bunch of cool stuff there. So definitely that area, the South is, is definitely very high on our list. Yeah. Um, if I was a billionaire, I would probably say Wyoming and I'll just build a mountain. And then yeah. it's like, I'll, I'll, it'll be a bunker in wintertime. And then I'll come out and I'll be the season. But, uh, <laughs> Wyoming, I hear is very beautiful, but yeah, I think our hearts are set on the south. We want to, okay. we want to find a place to be out there. South's a good place to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the little <laughs> plug, a personal plug. Uh, I know a good realtor that can that can find you somewhere in North Carolina if you're interested. Um, Perfect, my man, hook me up. It, it is. I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a good area. I mean, if you've never visited here, um, mm -hmm. it's beautiful. Um, it's a little, you know. The Appalachians has had its own little mystique, I guess, to it. Um, you know, when you sure. talk about like bluegrass, you know, mm -hmm. real country music was, you know, it started right up the road, um, an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Doc Watson's big festival that they throw every year is not far from here. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's, it's a good place. So, and I know yesterday some folks were telling you like picking South Carolina and, and Greenville. <laughs> and that's not far yeah. from here either. That's, that's right across the state line. So. Right. Um, it's good. See, area. That's the, that's, that's the thing though, that you're making such a great point. My state in California, my state in length or yeah, length is as long as pretty much Texas. Right. You know what I mean? It takes up, if you were to lay it flat, it takes up half the country. Yeah. 
And so for us, being you can't go anywhere or do anything, yeah. right? But out there in the South where everything is much closer in proximity, yeah. we drive a day and we get to go visit one area and then yeah. drive a different day the other direction. We're visiting something else, you know, in yeah. different states. So, yeah, the cool know. thing about where we're at, I guess, in vicinity, two hours to Tennessee, two hours to South yeah. Carolina, two hours to Georgia, two hours to Virginia. I mean, you know, and Amazing. it really probably a little less than that where we're at. Um, I mean, I went to Florida and you can be in Florida in a little over six hours, the top of Florida. So it, it's just, you, you know, go. we're very close to everything, which is cool. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Come on over. We'll hook you up. <laughs> Perfect. All we'll right. I got up. the invite. He, I will we'll say this as well. We'll be good. Absolutely. I was going to tell you earlier, if if your if your mom and you want are looking you know for vacation sometime, um, yeah, my mother in law has a VRBO. We'll totally hook you up and we'll we'll, we'll show you around. North You're Carolina. awesome, and that, that's a serious offer too. So, alrighty, alrighty, um, I'm gonna take you up on that. Do it, please. Mark my do. words. We'll we'll, we'll right. record live and everything. It'd be fun. Um, Perfect. I love it. Um, that's that's my last question. Um, oh so the floor is totally yours. I want you to plug, tell us what you're doing now. Tell us where people Absolutely. can find you, you know, let Absolutely. everybody hear some good stuff. I love it. Well, you guys, thank you so much. This is, this is huge. So I'm very excited. Um, you know, like I was mentioning earlier on in the interview, the industry is so different now. Um, unfortunately it's not like back in the day where you could just get together a little bit of money and be able to make a project, which is how it would really thrive for the longest time. Um, and so it's kind of funny back in, in, you know, when the show ended, I think it was 2018 is when we officially wrapped. Um, it was one of those things where it was kind of like, okay, what do I do now? And spent a long, a long time kind of going, okay, what do I do? Um, you know, the industry already at that point was so full of actors and actresses trying to make their, make their place in the world. And while I was still active and trying to work in the industry, um, it definitely slowed way down. And I'm, I'm by no means rich. A lot of people think that, oh, you're on TV for 10 years and you're a millionaire. Nope, government takes most, most of it. So uh, I, I've, I've, I've still got my expenses and stuff and can't be Justin Bieber and retire at 19. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it was one of those things where I kind of sat back and said, what do I want to do? And uh, I fell in, through the course of my life. I'm a huge gamer, um, big video game nerd. And I would start to watch uh, content creators and streamers on Twitch and YouTube who would be doing things like that. And I actually had the pleasure of hosting a, a, a video game tournament with Disney on YouTube. It was a YouTube live and they had me come in and I got to meet a bunch of those streamers who I, who I know about. So people like Jobless Garrett and uh, Ashley Marie and there's a bunch of other ones. And anyway, I got to, I got to be talking with them. And we're like, yeah, it is super easy to do stuff like this. And so that moment, I really held on to that. And then it kind of shifted gears. And I said, you know what? That's something that I can do and I'm passionate about and I want to do. And I can take what I've learned in the industry and apply it. And so um, I started doing that in 2019 and it just started to, to blow up since then. I'm very thankful for it. So I do three live streams a week on Twitch. That's twitch.tv. Uh, my, my channel is Atticus Schaefer Vlog. That's my name and the word vlog with a V. And uh, I live stream three times a week over there. Um, I do mostly gaming, but I definitely take it from more of a Christian perspective and a person who actually does like America. And, uh, and, uh, and then I stream now once a week on YouTube as well. So my channel, my YouTube channel is the same, Atticus Shaper Vlog. And actually, I'm very thankful because I'm trying to branch out into new content. 
And uh, what I've actually done is I took uh, role play streams I was doing with my friends um, on Twitch and I took them and I edited them down with the help of my amazing editor friend, Rachel, and, uh, and then made an original soundtrack with my musician friend, Mark Wemberley. And essentially the goal is to create a studio level quality show, but the settings, the video game, which works with, you know, everything going on. There's the restrictions and, you know, all the different union things that you have to follow and guidelines. Hey, this is a great way to do it. It's a safe setting, which is the video game. And so we've done it up. It's called Surviving SHTF. Definitely a nod to the whole Pepper community. And uh, I'm uploading an episode of that every Friday until the season completes. And uh, I'm very proud of it. So anybody watching, definitely check that out. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we'll watch (laughs) it. So I don't have a Twitch, but I'm going to get one Uh so I can watch your stuff. um, Because I've been following on YouTube, but I'm going to get on Twitch. Um, cause I don't even know if I've ever heard of Twitch before. Am I, am I yeah. behind the times? I might be. I well, know. no, a lot, a lot of people don't cause it's actually an Amazon company. So okay. YouTube is Google's and Twitch is Amazon. Ah, very cool. And, uh, and it's focused on the live streaming as opposed to like videos. Gotcha. So well, yeah. Okay. That's cool. Do you, um, do you have any other things lined up anytime soon? You know, I, I do uh, mostly voiceover work, okay. so I get to work on cartoons, which is a lot of fun. Right. I really enjoy that. And uh, unfortunately, it's hush-hush, but I've done a couple guest spots on things. So what I always tell okay. people is check out my imdb.com page. If you go to imdb.com, that stands for Internet Movie Database, look up my name, and it'll have my whole resume, including what's in production okay. and what's been announced. And so that's the best way for me to be able to know, oh, it's been announced. I can talk about it. Gotcha. Um, and then people can hit me up and ask me whatever questions they'd like. Cool. That sounds great. I appreciate it very much. So w- I've got to get my daughter in line guard. She's She just yes. turned three. Um, nice. I-, I watched the first episode the other night and loved it. So I'm like, oh, you yeah. know, I could sit there with her and watch this. Not Some cartoons I just can't do, but no, <laughs> it, it's, it's pretty it's pretty solid stuff. So um, for sure. I'm definitely gonna definitely gonna do that, and then I'll show her this, and I'll be like, "Look, look, you watch that's him. him. <laughs> that's the bird. So that's the bird. <laughs> nice man. So, um, oh, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you very thank much. You. Yeah. Does anybody have any other questions? Any questions, no. Billy? No. Um, well, I'll go ahead and say, um, we really appreciate you coming on. Yes, it means the world Absolutely. to us. Honest yep. to goodness, it does. Um, thank you so much and and you have an open invitation as i said to come visit and you have an open invitation anytime you want to be on the show with us you are more than welcome to do so beautiful Uh, excellent i will take you up on that awesome we we appreciate it so we're going to do our closing thoughts do you have a closing thought for anybody the closing thought i mean they need to be listening to every episode of this podcast because you guys are absolutely fine i appreciate you guys very much that means a lot lot. closing thoughts Uh, you go first My closing thought is just, this was awesome. I could probably say that for, for a while, but it really was. It was a blessing and awesome. And um, we just, we're appreciative to you very much. Oh, and everybody so listening needs to go and watch everything he's in. Get him his 35 cent royalty check from the middle. Perfect. <laughs> I'm sure it's, can't, it's probably no, something. No, that's it. That's, that's probably pretty right. much it. Oh, yeah. I get a stack of them about this big, and I can eat at Taco Bell for two weeks. Yeah. yeah that's right. awesome. So, yeah, we're going to we're gonna load up on Line Guard in the middle and get you a bunch of those checks. Mm-hmm. Um, Perfect. And, and everybody, go to the vlog. 
Yes. Go to Twitch. Check him yes. out. Um, we'll try to. We'll try to. When I when I post this out on Facebook, I'll try to get your links in there as well. So Perfect. hopefully, folks Sounds can good. at least have something to click. We'll we'll Sweet. get through there. So um, that's all I got. I appreciate it, and uh, good to have a brother in Christ on the episode. I, it means absolutely. a lot. So yeah, absolutely. All right. Now I want to thank you very much for showing up and coming and do this. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, my closing thought is. It's dark times out there in the world, but there's beauty if you know how to find it. So just look for the beauty and everything. Hope everybody listening Amen. has a good day. Amen. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you for that. You got one, Doug? I never have a closing thought. <laughs> no. <laughs> nice. I'm just here. Uh, All right. Well, I, I, I will say thanks for being on the show. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So we'll try to get this sucker rolling out uh, soon. I'll send you a link when it's live. Please um, do. I'll share it everywhere. That, hey, that means a lot too. Um, we're going to, we're going to close out. So right. this has been another episode. This has been Messer Brothers Presents. Messer Presents. I'm Nick. I am Craig. This is Doug. And who was our guest star? Atticus Schaefer. Atticus, Atticus Schaefer. Schaefer. Thank you very much. See you guys Thank later. You. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>